0: What's up, what's up, y'all? We're back. Happy Chuck and Hustle Tuesday. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a very special guest, um, Federal DOT Inspector Eric Ball. Uh man, this, this show has so much information, it's crazy. Um, Eric is going to break down, um... You know, everything you need to know from the the DOT side, um, compliance, inspections, um, just letting you know everything that you need to know to keep yourself out of trouble and keep yourself safe out there on the road. Um, really dope conversation. Um, not only that, but later on in the show, Eric breaks down um, this concept that he has called Truck Estate. And y'all definitely wanna wanna stay tuned to hear that. So, um, really dope show, y'all. So stay tuned. Um, you know, as always, shout to the hustle fam. What's up? What's up? How's everybody? Um, make sure that y'all y'all following on the social media. Truck and hustle everywhere. IG truck and hustle, Twitter truck and hustle pod, um, the Facebook group. Truck and Hustle Official, um, and also the Patreon, patreon.com slash Hustle Support the show. Um, there's a couple different tiers. Um, I got a link on the website that'll bring you there. Oh, also, we're, 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 we're working on the website. That's going to be coming soon. Um, look for it late December, early 2020. Uh, man, I got so much planned for the site, so um, I'll keep y'all updated on that. I think that's about it, man. I think it's time to get into the show. So um, put your ears on. And if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. All right? Let's go. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley. And welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the
1: show. Out here on social media, you see so many people that they're they, they not teaching how to keep that bag. They teach you how to go get that bag. They teach you how to go start a company. But they're not teaching you the laws and regulation. They can't teach you the laws and regulation. Why? Because they don't know anything about them. Turn my mic up. Where are you?
0: Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch your nose in your business. All right, well, we're here with um Mr. Eric Ball, um Truck Estate on IG, right? Um, yes, sir. Eric is a federal DOT inspector. Um, so a lot of times, you know, we talk about the good in the trucking industry um, and we don't touch on the bad and the ugly, right? And there's a lot of things um, that go on in this industry that, you know, can affect your business. Um, and I wanted to bring Eric on today to kind of get some insight, um, you know, from the DOT side, talk about some compliance things, Um, on the show, we like to inspire and and motivate people to, you know, get into business. But there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, parts to this business that, you know, you don't really learn about until you actually have to deal with it. Right. So, um, so Eric, um, you know, I, I guess let's get started talking about how you got into, um, into, into this industry, first of all, and how'd you get into working with DOT?
1: Okay. Um. I got into this industry because I got a little brother that drove trucks. He always had that entrepreneur uh, mindset. And so um, he wanted to, you know, saying stop working for a company and actually, you know, work for himself. And um, he was in it, making it up, actually doing that back in like 2015 to uh, Pops, who was actually going to be the one that, you know, um, front the money for him to actually start his own little trucking business. He ended up getting murdered. So oh, man. He, uh, wow. he ended up uh, coming to me. You know, saying and proposing, you know, saying that, you know, an opportunity where I can invest, you know, saying I invest in him, but, you know, let him run everything. And I can just kind of be like, you know, a little solid investor. Okay. So, and the thing was, you know, he a good, you know, look, he's a good youngin'. And, you know, and I just wanted him to basically, you know, reach his dream, man, you know, because I know my old man was going to do it for him. So, ended up going out, purchasing the equipment and whatnot, the truck, truck and trailer. And then uh, j- just took off from there. You know, he pretty much uh, hold down everything. You know, he's you know for young and he's you know he's pretty uh, smart, very mature. And so that's how I ended up getting to the trucking thing. I mean, to the truck uh, trucking game. But as uh, far as uh, DOT, I got into DOT uh, back in like 2012, 2013, around that time. Uh, I got and in, got into it because uh, I used to uh, be uh, like semi like a highway patrol, but I used to be assigned to like just drug and addiction. So then we end up uh, going from drug drug and addiction over to the DOT side. Okay. Uh, And, you know, the federal government basically had a lot of money out there where they was bringing in, um, uh, you know, city uh, cops to actually, you know, enforce DOT regulation. Okay. So, you know, the same training that I, I go to is the same training that you see state police go to. Okay. Go through. And so, um, you know, we all have that same certification, you know, the same federal certification. So, you know, even though they may, they employ by the state and I'm employed by a municipality, we both, you know, I'm saying uh, have that same DOT, federal regular, uh, inspection, you know, uh, ability. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, so, so how difficult is it to get into, into that side of things as far as like DOT? Is it, is it like an arduous process to, to get over there or...
1: Oh man, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of learning. A lot mm-hmm. of learning. A lot of um, fast learning. Learning at a fast pace, and um, and and also, you know, you, you know, going out there, you, you never stop learning in DOT. You just right. don't. You know, the average DOT inspector it may take them about five years before they just feel real comfortable. I mean, every inspector that's out there, man, they'll tell you that they uh. They phone we, you know we have this thing we call phone a friend we 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 call each other up we ask questions you know what I'm saying it's one of the things that i I, I need to one hundred percent know that whatever violation I'm putting down is a correct violation so if I'm not 100 percent correct I'm going to phone a friend you know what I'm saying so we have i mean I got people you know I got Nebraska state police officers I got officers in Florida i mean you know troopers in Florida that I can call I got troopers here. You know, I got, uh, you know, just different officers and inspectors that have been in the game for 20-plus years, you know, saying that I can call if I don't actually, you know, 100% know the answer. And with this industry, man, it changes so much. Like, it changes for y'all. It changes for us. So we have to stay on top of it. And so, you know, we're not going to remember everything. So we also always refer back to our books, our, you know, uh, educational material. We uh, also, um, you know, we read a lot of emails, read a lot of updates on CVSA website, a lot of uh, updates on FMCSA and stuff like that to stay up, stay up to part, man, with our knowledge. Okay, okay.
0: So, 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 when you guys are out there, um, because you know, DOT is pretty much a trucking company's worst nightmare, right? right? Nobody wants to get pulled over by DOT. Nobody wants to have to get an inspection. Um, what are the kind of things that? Um, you guys are looking for when you, when you when you're seeing um, you know, just to, to kind of be preemptive, because most of the people who are, you know, who follow this podcast, they they own trucking companies or they have dreams of owning trucking companies. So what are some of the things that you guys are looking for out there um that that trucking that carriers can do to kind of prevent themselves from having to to sit down with you guys and and and, uh, and you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's honestly, man, our number one focus and on goal is if safety. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Safety. You know, we want to reduce accidents. We want to reduce fatalities. And that's our number one goal. You know, we're not doing that. We're not doing our job. I mean we're not we, we're not out there to, you know, saying mess over somebody's company. We're not out there to uh, to to make people spend a lot of money on fines and stuff like that. We're not out there for that. We literally out there we want to stop you and give you a clean inspection.
2: Mm, okay because it
1: looked look good towards your cbsa score you know what i'm saying and then two it let us know that you're out here operating safely because you know what I'm saying uh, uh clean inspection mean that you know that mean that potentially the numbers of fatalities and accidents go down right i mean that they you know i mean that truck is in good standard that that driver that's operating that truck is in good standard and they know what they're doing so we we don't look to harp and be trying to put somebody out of service we look to actually Give out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, clean inspections.
2: Okay,
0: and yeah. I, and and I think that could possibly be the perception out there. A lot of times is like, you know, you guys are out there to, you know, kind of make things difficult. You know what I mean? And, right, and, right, And 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 as good as you're saying that because, like you said, the overall goal goal is safety, right? Right, right, so, right. So right. so what are the what are some of the common things that you see when when you um when you when you pull carriers over? What are some of the common things that you see that carriers doing? that'll get them, get them in hot water?
1: Um, one of the common things that I, you know, come across, um, I mean, something as simple as keeping your equipment, you know what I'm saying, clean. You know, I mean, it's like, it's like a cycle, it's like a domino effect. You know, you got dirty equipment, you know, you got, you're you driving with, you got, a, you got an all black truck tractor, then all of a sudden you got a white door, you know what i'm saying so it's like you know or you got a red bumper you know so it's like there's it little stuff like that you know what I'm saying, or you know you look up license plate missing from you know off your tractor and so you know it's like a domino effect then i come up to your, i come up to your door you know you, your, your grooming ain't even up to park you know uh they're like you know you ain't clean in your truck with like hoarders like you ain't cleaned it out in years mm. you know and when it comes time for you to actually give me your paperwork it's taking you fifteen, twenty to thirty minutes to find your paperwork.
2: Mm. You
1: know that stuff that you know you automatically you know where it's at. That, that's like you taking pride of being a entrepreneur, being a business owner. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, if you ain't taking pride of just maintaining your your hygiene, or taking pride of keeping your inside of your truck decent, we ain't say that to be completely clean, right. but you know decent. Right. And your paperwork, we damn sure know you ain't taking pride of the operational part of the truck.
0: Mm got you got you got you yeah um so let, let's let's talk a little bit about um the different types of inspections that you guys do um you know so so because you know for people who are newer to the industry you know you have your level one inspection level two inspection could you kind of explain like how, how that how that process works when you guys do an inspection
1: yes the level three inspection is as simple as me checking your paperwork making sure that your uh, your 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 annual inspections on your truck and trailer
0: we are here live at OTR Solutions HQ. I'm here with my partner, Jonathan. Man, listen, factoring is an integral part of the transportation industry. Why is factoring important? Absolutely, Romel. In this economy, in this market, cash flow is king. Cash flow is the key to growth. If you have a young trucking company or if you've been in the industry for years and you want to take that business to the next level, we're absolutely a company that can help. So I hope you'll give us a call today. Let us know what we can do to help you out. Get the rest and roll with the best.
1: Let's go. both is current, making sure that your registration for both truck and trailer is current. Uh, we also checking your EOD or, you know, if you operate an ABRD or paper logs, we checking that. And um, uh, while we checking that is there's a series of stuff we checking for within that list. I mean, we checking to make sure that uh, with your EOD that you have stuff like your truck and trailer, truck number, you know what I'm saying, uh, enter, uh, your tour from location, uh that you like if you handwritten your logs we want to, every time you stop we you know we want to make sure that you have your locations written down um we also you know if you have a bill laden typically you can enter that number on your EOD or your ABRD one we looking to make sure that you know you have that number entered um we want to we we looking to make sure that um uh, with your EODs and your ABRDs that is hooked up to the engine is ca- it's capturing your locations it's capturing your miles. Um, you know, with, with the paper log, you know, we just mainly paper log. we just mainly looking that every time you stop, you, you inputting your location, you okay. inputting your, 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 your tour from lo- location, tour from locations, typically where you pick that load up and where it got to be delivered to, uh, you know, that should be on your, and they you make sure that you actually sign those documents, you know, after you complete that day, uh, and make sure that you add up each one of your times, you know saying? And your total time slot on your paper logs, but far as the ELDs, the ABRDs, um, we make sure that you got all that stuff and that your g p s signals and all that is working correctly, that your stuff is connected to your engine you know and and we can see all that um, we 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 also we want to know that you know how to work your device mm. it's very important that you know how to work that e o d It's very important that you have the manual inside your truck that you have the uh, instruction sheet to show and a DOT officer had to actually operate that, that electronic logging device. We want to know that you know how to send those logs to, uh, uh, to the FMCSA portal, where then we get back into our unit and we can actually pull it up through FMCSA. We want to know that you know how to email that stuff to us. So if you do not know how to actually work it and send us the information, you don't know how to work your log, period. That is a violation.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Yeah. And also you know you know not having certain stuff inputted in you know like um to and from locations uh signing your you know your eODs and or um your billating numbers, your truck and trader numbers and those stuff are you know required information that have to be inputted you can you can get violations for all those
0: got you and, and,
1: you, and also, go ahead, also go you got to make sure that that stuff is mounted you know you got say you got if you got a cell phone app you're using your cell phone in your pocket cell phone thrown in your cup holder that's not a, that's not mounting your cell phone is now considered ELD when we walk up there so it needs to be treated like ELD
0: got you got you got yeah. you um during this transition of um you know everybody moving to the ELD systems um what 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 have you recognized I mean does have 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 truckers you know are they on board are they doing it right is it like a lot of opportunity there like what what, what have you seen um out there on the road?
1: what I've been noticing out there a lot on the road that the truckers do not know how to work the device. Okay. They don't, they don't know how to work it. It's, you know, it's, there's a lot of different devices that, you know, I didn't experience with because I didn't stop so many trucks. and Then, you know, I learned how to actually navigate through them, but it's not my responsibility. It's your responsibility. Typically gotcha. I would navigate through it. So I can, you know, send the information that I need to my system, you know, so in just the case if I decide that I'm going to go to court down the line because I, I wrote, you know, I've written the ticket. But, it, you know, I'm noticing a lot of them do not know how to work the device. A lot of them do not have the manual and or the instruction sheets to show you how to work the device inside the cab.
0: Got you. Got you. And since we're talking about the ELDs, the electronic login devices, can you kind of explain um, that mandate um, that can you explain the mandate for people who may not be aware of it?
1: OK, starting uh, actually December 17th, 16th of uh, 2015, maybe 2019, I'm tripping. <laughs> um, um, everything is going to EODs, no more ABRDs, no more the ABRDs in my opinion was like a, a paper, it was like an intro, electronic paper log. <laughs> right?
2: Right. in my right, opinion, right. you know what I'm
1: right. saying uh, also too uh, with those EODs when they switch over right, when you convert over you're going to have to know how to work it every time you make a manual input every time, you know what I'm saying you miss inputting something, we we have a system, we can go in, we can view all that. Mm. If We can also view when your truck is moving, but uh, uh, um, when your truck is moving, but you hadn't logged anything. Okay. So, you know, what happened is you will have what they call unidentified driving time. There you go. So now out of this come in you got you to gotta explain why you got so many hours of unidentified driving time. Right. Because you hadn't logged nothing. Right. Even if you just you know saying, even if you you's operating just say, you know within your uh your business you know a, a lot you know you just moving trucks from here and there on your lot, you know you got to put you, you got to log that hey I was you know what I'm saying working on a lot moving trucks and that's a reason why this truck has so many so many unidentified logging time it was during those you know during those hours I was moving it on the lot on mm-hmm. my business yeah so um it's important man me 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 personally. I would tell people, man, to treat it and try to be as transparent as possible. So as much information you input is showing that you're trying to be transparent about what you're doing. So it's like if you used to go tell a story, right, and the story is consist of A, B, C, and D, you're not going to talk about A, B, and then D. You're going to have to talk about A, B, C, and D. Right. So while you're out there, be transparent as possible. The more transparent you are, the more evidence you have to back up and support. You know, you know, uh, support you while you are out there driving. The better to look uh, for you when you get stopped by DOT, and the better to look for you on the back end when the auditors come in.
0: Got you, got you. And and how do these violations um, impact your company?
1: Oh man, impact your company uh, a lot, man. Your know, CVSA score go down, and then it, it impact your pockets. You know, now you have you know big company like C. Uh, what C. H. Robinson. Uh, um, you know, you got you have the big broker companies out there that won't even want to deal with you because your CVSA score, you know, saying it's, it's low. Like for instance, I got a a buddy that whose CVSA score was low. Right? He he potentially just missed out. You know, forty bands in six weeks mm. because of his score mm. couldn't. He his score wasn't high enough for him to get this contract. Right. So you want to miss? You want to miss out forty bands in six weeks <laughs> over the holiday season? Right. Because you out there, you know what I'm saying, not taking care of your equipment. Like a lot of people out here, man, they, they promoting, they preaching, and they showing, hey, man, it's money it can be made in trucking, right? See the difference between me and those people. I'm showing that, yeah, hey, it's money can be made in trucking, right? But it's also a lot of money you'll spend if you don't take care of A, B, C, and D. Right. Yeah. Because not only if you, I mean, not only you're going to get hit by us, you going to, you know, you're going to potentially lose that. The ability to get that contract when they come around to you like a good friend mm. of mine, and then right. he got to lease on to a company, Leasing on. You know, he person charges him twenty percent a week. Right. When that twenty percent could have been all his money.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. No so, doubt. What? What? What about? What about fines and penalties? Um. What? What are some of the different fines and penalties you can get? Um, you know, for falsifying your logs, you know, other than just impacting your CSA score. So I just want to paint the picture to to everybody how important this stuff really is because I don't think they take it seriously. Some people don't take it seriously enough. So I just want to let them get an understanding
1: one, of that. One of the big things that I noticed out there uh, as far as with the EODs are people felt, they felt to have seven days of logs. Okay. I don't care if you was working for five days on your yard. You need to show... Hey, I was at the yard. I had some type of, you know, uh, time clock paperwork showing that, hey, you know, Monday, Monday through Friday of last week, right, uh, of this week, I was at the, the office. I was working 8 to 5 on the yard. Saturday, I decided to take this load from here to from Dallas to San Antonio. So now you get stopped. And when you get stopped, all you have is that, you know, you get stopped on that Saturday, all you have is that one day of all. Mm. So now you know you require to have seven days, previous seven days. So even if you, even if you was on a, even if you was working, you know, saying in the office, just show you know, saying the previous, you know, saying six days of, you know, hey, I was off on Sunday, Monday through Friday I was working in the office. Okay. From eight hey, from eight to five. Even if you have some type of like a time clock, you know, sign in paper, you know, look, 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 um, like a little sheet of paper. Showing what time you, you know, you, you know, you, you, it's like a time, a time card, you what I'm card. trying to say. Okay, so yeah, like a time card you may carry inside the truck, you know what I'm saying, and any, and any evidence that you can prove that hey, I was at the office, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because everything about it, it more evidence you have, you know what I'm saying, that supports your argument. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, we don't know, you know, you can sit here and tell us that hey, I've been off for you know seven days, how do I know? Right yeah but if you can show you know hey i've been off for seven days i've been at home i've been here on vacation i've been there i've been there you know what i'm saying like i mean it could be something as simple as uh um, you say i've been on vacation for the last five days and then you can show hey man here go my my, my flight information right here to show that hey, i was in florida with my family right you know even though you don't have your time clock you know your your, your time card right you know i mean in doing that you really don't have to do it, but again, being transparent to the best of your abilities and showing evidence, all you do is basically have an inspector saying, man, this dude ain't BSing me. Got you, you. know, he handling his business, you know what I'm saying? And then they ease up. They see that you were being responsible. They see that you're being transparent.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Got you. All right, so can you get into some of the other um, uh, inspections, the other types you okay. said? Okay.
1: Okay, so the level three is mainly just us checking paperwork. We checking your CDL, up, make sure that's valid. The level two is basically we do a complete walk around. We 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 also we continue to do the level three on the level two, we checking your paperwork, checking your ELD, checking your driver license. And then from there we get inside the truck. Inside the truck, you know, typically we want to make sure that your wheel, your steering your steering wheel is uh operating correctly, you know. We wanna make sure that your your seat and all that stuff is intact and ain't you know and it ain't broken and leaning and all that, you know, your seatbelt working correctly. Uh, um, your window not cracked, and you know you know the the crack intersecting and all that uh we want to make sure you ain't got a bunch of dirt and bumper stickers and stuff on your windows where it enhance your view uh we want we want know that both your know, both cab doors open and closed you know those are those consider your exits make sure that there's no type of uh, uh uh fumes or anything coming from your exhaust system up until your cab. 'Cause that can potentially harm you, you know what I'm saying, and, and kill you. Right. So, uh, yeah, we I mean we're looking at all that. We wanna make sure that you don't have no type of debris or anything that uh that, that that when you punch down on your brake or your pedal or your uh your gas, uh that you know, it's, it's it's hindering you from doing that. Make sure that your fire extinguisher is mounted somewhere. You can't just have it thrown. It gotta be mounted. Mm.
2: Um,
1: you know, your 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 triangles, we wanna make sure that you got three working triangles or you have some type of flares or you have a cones with reflective tape, you know what I'm saying, uh at the top of it. You know, some people have cones, they don't have the reflective tape. You have to have reflective tape. Cones have to be so so high off the ground and stuff like that. Right. And then after that, uh, you know, we, we wanna make sure that your uh your air warning light system is working correctly. We'll make sure that we don't have no type of, you know what I'm saying, uh assess air air leaks. So while we're inside, we're looking at your air warning light. You wanna make sure that's working correctly. When you hold down on that brake, we don't want to make sure that your 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 warning air at hand ain't just dropping fast completely fast, which means now you know you got some type of excessive aero uh air loss going that could put you out of service if your lamp don't buzz and or you know display that can put you out of service your air mm-hmm. warning lamp um also on the inside you know we' looking to make sure that your uh, that your defrost work you know one a time you're gonna need that If defrost ain't working that that's a potential violation uh, Uh, and then when you're going, um, then we come to the outside of the truck, you know, we check it for your windshield wipers, windshield washing fluid. Uh, we check it for your, you know, your left and right, uh, signal, your high beam, your four way flashers. Uh, we check to make sure that, uh, your bumper is intact, you know, uh, that your door open and close, you know, your both passenger side driver door open and close. We make sure that your DOT numbers and business name and everything is properly, uh, mounted in and in, in placed in, uh, um, on both sides of the truck, both the passenger side, left side. You know, your, your MC number, USDOT number. Uh, USDOT number is the one that's really required, not really the MC. Your business name also, you know, um, have to be required. You know, like for instance, you have some people that may run a load under somebody else's business. You can't that's have right. your business on the side of the truck. If that uh, bill of lading shows somebody else's business, somebody else's DOT. Right. That's what you need to operate with. If you have to go get a cardboard box and write with Sharpie marker and tape it to the side of your truck and cover up your numbers, make sure you do that. Mm. You do have to be on both sides. Gotcha. Um, That's important. Then you, yeah. Then you also, you know, we walk in, you know, um, we have you turn your wheel left and right. You want to make sure that your, you know, your tire rod and all that stuff is in place. Your pivot arm and stuff is not moving and all that stuff is in place. Make sure that your air hoses to your brake trainers is intact. Make sure that your caterpan, your, your castle nut, all that stuff is intact, is in place. Making sure that your push rod, when you hold down on brake, that your uh, your push rod uh, measure is, is 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 not out of service. You know that's that's one of the things. Your know, your push rod, your brake measurements is, is a big thing on what trucks get pushed out of put out of service, especially during brake uh, safety check week. You know, is 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 you having uh affect the brakes because of your push rod measurements okay so you know we, you know typically you know a lot of us uh, on a level two you know we, we will have them uh, uh push and hold a brake so we can see that measurement on the on the actual once you know on left and right side and then uh, we, you know we continue walking down the truck was you know so we making sure that um, your field cap is there uh we also making sure that, uh, that that on the, on the back of your truck that you have your 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 corner reflectors. You know you have the reflector, uh, ver- the vertical and horizontal reflectors okay. on the back of your truck. We making sure that your exhaust system don't have no hole in it. Your exhaust system not touching the, your 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 gas uh, your gas tank. Make sure your gas tank ain't leaking fuel, anything like that. We also making sure that your glad hands are properly uh, placed. Your rubber seal is, uh, is, is 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 in good standard. You're making sure that you have enough slack in your uh, in your emergency glad hand and your service glad hand and make sure that your elect, your electricity lines and stuff you know what I'm saying don't have any type of chafing. and also your your glad hand your glad hands don't have any type of hole chafing and stuff like that. okay uh, We continue to walk down we're looking at your tires and stuff. make sure your wheel fasteners is there. We want to also make sure that you have the proper rubbers you know you' ain't less than two uh thirty seconds. Of uh, of rubber, you know tread
2: depth, yeah,
1: yeah, tread depth, and also on the front axle, we make sure that you ain't you ain't less than four thirty seconds, and you can't you know have Mitch you can't have minch match brake chambers neither on the front axle, uh, that can put you out of service. Um, uh, also uh, on hub the hub seal axle,
0: leaks and stuff like that too.
1: Yeah, 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 uh, hub seal, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, hub seal leaks really don't put you out of service unless it's actually dripping onto the actual okay. brake pads. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can have a leak. Uh, because you uh, it know it's not a really a violation on this. It's kind of dripping down. Okay. You know, just the actual stain portion of it, showing is not really a violation, you know. Oh. Uh, but if it's but if it's leaking and it's leaking onto your brake pads and all that, that's out of service violation, contamination, brake pads. Got you. Yeah. So you continue. You know, you walk down the side of the truck. Now you know you're checking that, that trailer. You're making sure that the cross members and stuff is intact. Making sure that you, you the fifth wheel is intact that that release uh, handle is actually locked and that you don't see no daylight when you look, you know what I'm saying, from the fifth wheel and the actual trailer sitting on top of that fifth wheel. Right,
0: it's locked in. Yeah,
1: it's, yep. yeah, it's locked in, no daylight shown. Okay. Um, yeah, you wanna make sure that there's no cracks in your frame, no well marks. Uh, everything that you learn when you get in your CDL, you know what I'm saying, when you have to go out there, you have to point out the different parts of the truck. We check it for all that. We check it for no, no bent rim, you know uh missing you know say uh, uh wheel fasteners are uh, we gonna check you know saying you know, your left and right turn signals on, on the back of your trailer uh even though if you I mean on the back of your truck even though you got a trailer hooked onto that um it's still a violation if your left and right turn signals don't work on your tractor right and also if your brake lamps don't work on the train, it's violation it won't put you out of service because what have to work is your most out of and that's your trailer that's actually, you know, what I'm saying been hauled on that on on that tractor. Got you. So, well, but, is, but, is that the same it, for mud flaps as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob, uh, I mean, actually, truck tractor is not required to have mud flaps. Okay. Only okay. ones required to have mud flaps is uh, if you pulling a, a semi trailer. Okay. It's required to have mud flaps. Mud flaps can't be no more than eight inches off the ground in height. Okay. So you want to make sure that you know with those mud flaps. Also, when we checking that trailer, we looking up at the top. You know, front. Left front and right. We're looking at your clearance lamps. We want to make sure that your lamps and stuff is working. You know that it's amber and color. Mm. Uh, um, yeah. We uh, we also want to make sure that your DOT reflector tape on the side of your trailer is actually there. We want to make sure your cross mirror and stuff is not a uh, broken, you know, saying cr- uh, cracked or broken. You know, bent stuff like that. Um, we want to make sure that your floor is intact. Cause we don't need nothing, you know, coming down out of the floor. We want to make sure that your actually sidewalls, you know, sand is intact, and that your front or your trailer is intact. Mm. Um, because we don't need the stuff, you know, busting out. Um, and we continue to walk down, you know, sand the truck. Uh, you know, now now we, you know, what what we do for the axle two and three when we check in the wheel, you know, wheel fashion is the wheels and all that in the rim. We do on axle four and five on the truck.
2: Okay. In addition
1: to that, we checking. Um, you no, know, we checking the frame, we checking uh the pitman arm, uh we checking the suspension. Uh, uh not the pitman arm but the suspension. Uh, we also we checking for hose shapings and stuff like that on your brake chamber, your air hoses and all that just connect to your air tanks. We are checking your locking pins. Mm. That's that's big. you like you know what I'm saying you have more if you get typically most traders have four locking pins. Right. Any uh fifty percent it's put you out of service. So if you got two locking pins that disengaged that's out of service. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah.
0: What about low, also, hang, low hanging wires? Low low hanging um, airline stuff like that? You
1: guys look no, at that? that? No, no, no. We're just looking for hole shaping that okay. don't have anything to do with it. Okay. Yeah, 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 You can't get no violation for that. Okay. Yeah, we may tell you, hey, man, you may want to do something with that because, of you know, it could potentially pull that line and now you may right. have some type of, you know what I'm saying, a uh, brake break issue. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, then we move on, you know, down the side. We're making sure that your ID lamps and stuff is intact. We're making sure that also that your uh, that your uh, ABS lamp on your trailer is working. Also, too, on the inside of your truck, I forgot to mention, when we're doing uh, level two, and we're looking inside, we how you turn your truck off, then we have to turn your key in on position. When you turn your key in on position, you know how all your lamps and stuff cycle on then cut off? Mm-hmm. We make sure that the ABS lamp light up and cut off. Okay. ABS, ABS lamp light up and stay on, that means you have some type of ABS issue. That's a violation. Okay. And so, uh, and then when we check your actually ABS lamp right on your trailer, typically we'll have you have your key in the off position. We'll have you turn the on position. You turn it on position. That trailer lamp should cycle on and go off. Mm,
2: Indicating
1: okay. that your ABS lamp is working correctly. Making sure that the lamp is at actually its proper color. Sometimes okay. people have a red A B N lamp. That's not the proper color; amber. Right. You, you know, the orange looking. Right. Get on the back, checking your, you know, we, you know, we get on the back, we making sure that your uh, your rear guard is is not cracked, damaged, and missing or anything like that. Your rear guard on the on the back of your trailer. Uh, we check and make sure that the D O T reflective tape is, um, is on the rear guard. You know, from all the way from the left to the right side. That's important because that reflective tape actually shows people that that rear guard is there. You know. Um, also, um, you know, we're looking for your, your your upper reflectors, you know, that's that on the back of your trailer doors. is up in the corner, a vertical strip of tape and a, and a uh, horizontal strip of tape, okay. they're like an upside down L, you know, we check it for that. Make sure that it's proper length and that it's actually displaying. Uh, we make sure your lights are plate lamp work on both your truck and trailer. We make sure your reverse lamp work on your tractor. So, we, uh, you put the rever- You know, put your tractor in reverse, make sure that lamp work uh we make sure that you have clean license plates on front on, on both your truck and your tractor uh, um from now, we making sure you know we can sometimes we can look and we can check your uh the thickness the thickness of your brake pads we'll make sure your brake pads is thick you know is is, is at its proper uh thickness of level level uh thickness also uh we'll have you breaking hole. when we have you breaking hole, you can actually see Typically, we can slide, like before we have you break, we can slide a piece of paper right okay. in between that brake shoe and that brake pad. So when you break a hole, that paper, we try to pull it out, it's stuck, it won't pull out, but when we right. release it, we can pull it out. Typically, we put that paper in, we tell you break a hole, we can pull that paper right out. That means you have defective brakes, because that brake pad is it not clamping down enough to right. give you, you know send them, to help your truck stop. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, we're checking for that. We're checking to make sure that you don't have no crank chambers, anything like that. Uh, um, uh, we checking to make sure that you're, you're that you're, uh, no air leaks. You know, you can't have no air leaks nowhere around. You know, uh, you know, you track the protection valves and all that. Make sure that that stuff is not leaking any air or anything like that. Um, make sure no hoses crimped. Y'all ain't got no hose crimped up because they can, they, they can stop the, uh, the, the floor of the air, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and the, the whole air system to the brake mechanism when you have a crimp hose, like somebody squeezing it tight together, you know. Right. Um, because it won't, the, the air won't flow through correctly. Um, that's pretty much, you know, uh, the logistics of the level two. The only thing to, with a level one, a level one is consistent with the level two and a level three. Only thing with the level one, we are now taking your brake measurements.
2: Mm, okay. So
1: with your brake measurements, that's when we actually chalking your brake, telling you pushing hold we taking the measurements. That's what usually when people get put out of service. Absolutely. Because the average person, right, that come out and they actually check. They do a, you know, you do a pre-trip and post-trip on your truck, right? You ain't checking your brake measurements. Right. So, you know, I, I suggest somebody check their brake measurements, in my opinion. Depending on how much driving you're doing, probably at least once a month.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Especially, I'm talking about once a month from the day that you actually put new every new stuff on it. If you bought a used trailer, used truck, you want to check it right then and there. That same day, Making sure that your push rods and stuff is not out of the, not out of adjustment. And then from there, right, once you adjust it, I would probably say, check it every two weeks. Every two weeks, go out there, spend about an hour on your truck, run through, check your brakes. A lot of people don't know how to check their brakes. That's why okay. I come in. Okay. I show you how to check your brakes the proper way. You know, um, because, again, our number one priority is safety. Safety, reducing fatality accidents, reducing accidents. And, you know, one of the things with uh, with trucking, the braking system, you know, trucks don't stop like cars. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're empty, it's hard, you know, it's easier for you to uh, jackknife,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And then if you load it, typically you slam on brake, all that force pushes the load you know what I'm saying, forward, and then now it pushes that truck, that tractor forward, and, and now it's taking you forever to actually stop. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so the braking system is one of the things that, again, a lot of people don't know how to check. A lot of people don't check regularly because they don't know how, and then two, typically you need two people. You need somebody to be in that tractor to break home hole. you know what I'm saying, while you're underneath there, you're getting the measurements of your brakes. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't know that. You know, they say, man, I did, you know, I did a pre trip, I did a post trip, I checked my lights to make sure all that's working. Yeah, you did all that. But now, in order for you to actually check that brakes, you need two people. You need somebody to be up in that cab. You know, you know, break, you know what I'm saying, pushing down that brake. So before you push down the brake, you measure the actual, you you chalk the actual uh, push rod. So where the push rod comes out from the actual chamber, right? It's like a little metal piece, right? And you kind of chalk that metal piece, right? And be the metal piece is typically in between in between a push rod, slack adjuster, and the actual chamber, right? So you want to chalk close to that metal piece that's close to the chamber, right? On the outside part of the metal piece. Chalk right there, you break breaking hold, you break and hold, then you take the measurements using a ruler. Yeah, and so once you push, push down on the brake that line that you chalk going 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 to come out away from that metal piece. Okay. So, you take your ruler, you put the zero hash on the metal and then you take that measurement. And that measurement may be a, a you know inch and a half, inch and 3 fourths, stuff like that. Typically, once you see the number 2, you you want to do some type of adjustment because now you're playing with, you know, saying so you're playing with fire. Depending on your your your, your chamber size, and uh, depending on your change chamber size and determine like how much uh, uh, slack that you get, you know, as far as uh, um, measuring that push rod. Because every chamber, you know, what I'm saying uh, have a different violation and have a different measurement that we go off of. So mm. depending on the chamber size, and determine how far that push rod, you know, what I'm saying uh, can go. Like a regular, just say a regular type 24 brake. You know what I'm saying? It may be two and a fourth, you know what I'm saying? Whereas now that's considered out of service. A 30 long brake chamber, it may be two and you know I'm saying two and a half before that break is considered out of out of service. Okay. So that, that that because that that 30 long is that chamber is a lot bigger than that twenty-four regular. So okay. you know, so it, it's giving it more power to actually, you know, stop stop that that, that, that tractor and that truck.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Let, 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 let's talk about accidents. Um, what are some of the things that you've seen um, out there on the field? Um, just just in regards to accidents that kind of stands out to you that um, we can kind of share with the audience? Because, um, you know, in this trucking game, it's, it's very, it's a very dangerous job, you know, for truck drivers. Um, and just, just talk to me a, bit, a little bit about your experience with accidents, beyond on the scene of some accidents. Just give us a little bit of that information.
1: Uh, one thing I noticed, man, it's like, uh, like, like any other thing. It's one of the things when you've been doing it for so long, you forget about the fundamentals. You become real complacent. You become, you know what I'm saying, uh, you come, you become un- unaware. You know, it's kind of like uh, you become lax as a driver. Okay. So, you know, you got to remember, you got to stay with the basic because like, like in law enforcement, right? You know, it's like, you know, you've been out there for 15, 16 years. Then all of a sudden, you know, that one incident can almost cause you your life. And because you've been out there 15, 16 years, you may not ever have, you know, you may not never have to pull your gun in the sense of you feel like your life is on the line. All of a sudden that day come and now you may have to do that. And now you then put yourself in an unfamiliar uh, uh, situation because that's not what you're so used to, because 16, 15, 16 years, you didn't have to do it. Right. And you became comfortable and complacent. Right. And you forgot about the, you know, saying that the, the, the importance, the basics. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, and, and, and they go hand in hand. You know, In law enforcement, you forget about the basics, you can get yourself killed. In trucking, you forget about the basics, you can get yourself killed, and or you can kill somebody else. Mm. And so, it's just always remembering the basics. It's also too, man, take time off. Take time off, you know, the money gonna be there. You know my my whole thing is if you go out and you make 250,000, 300,000 and then you get into this accident. We all are, we already know most trucking accidents accident is at least a half million to a million dollar payout. Right. Right. So guess what? 9 times out of 10 they they're going to try to sue you civilly on top of that and you know saying get the money from your accident.
2: Right.
1: You right. me from your insurance company. Yeah. So a lot of people don't a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't even understand like when you actually go to court that it's hard for you to lie. You know, you got that um you got what we call that black box that's inside your truck. You get in an accident, that black box tell us everything. Mm. You know, they're not to mention, forbid if you get, you know, you get into, uh, you know, you, you didn't, uh, you try to get over on, on, when it comes to the calculation of your ELDs, Because what people don't understand, uh, the, an attorney, right, that if you was involved in a fatality, a uh, civil attorney, you know, that's representing, you know, that family and trucking, right? He gonna sub- he gon subpoena to your phone company records of your phone. That phone not gonna lie, that phone is a GPS. Mm. So that phone gonna basically pin everything, every location, as long as as that EOD. So basically, if your phone records ain't even adding up to your EOD records because it's showing that you done done something or you done went in and you done changed up stuff, that's right. what? The phone record gonna be accurate because we're going to simply say, hey, did you have your phone with you the whole time on that trip? Yes. Go right into your settings. If you don't allow us on a warrant, if you if you allow us on a warrant, we can go right into your settings through your maps and we can see exactly where you was every day.
2: Right, right.
1: Because yeah. because your phone is a GPS signal. GPS towers is everywhere. Mm. It's painting everything or mm. they're going to go subpoena records. So you can allow you want up front. But on the back end, you know, a good attorney they going to turn around and they going to do that. You know, you can show, hey, you know, you can show that, hey, I, you know, I got gas. You can say, I got gas at this location, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then next thing, you know, you know, you look at the phone records. The phone, It don't even show that you was at that location. <laughs> that right. attorney, you know, that attorney, you know, going to be like, what time you think you was there? That attorney would literally take a trip to that city, that state, that gas station, and have them pull video surveillance of showing that you never even came to that that store in a court settings to prove their case because they want that million dollar lawsuit mm. Mm. they get that depth so my thing is you can go you can go secure the bag but how can you keep the bag and that's where I, that's where I come in I gotcha. come in I, you know I educate you I teach you how to keep that bag
0: no doubt no so,
1: doubt. Yeah. and it's like you know out here on social media you see so many people that they, they they not teaching how to keep that bag they teach you how to go get that bag they teach you how to go start the company but they're not teaching you the laws and regulation. They can't teach you the no laws and regulation. Why? Because they don't know anything about them. Right. Most of the information that a lot of people charging, you know what I'm saying, you know, sh- uh, excuse my French, a shitload of money, all it is is trial and error. It's like the Bible. You learn it from what the character done. But now mm. they charge you $2,000. God ain't charge you for his mistakes. You. <laughs> you know what i'm saying
0: i, I got you. you i got but you. you turn
1: around you got somebody else they'll charge you for you know to and they'll charge you, you know what I'm saying thousand dollars for really free information you just you lazy mm-hmm. you won't go out there and google it you i mean a lot of the stuff you go to fmcsa cvsa right you know what i'm saying or you can go to youtube and learn right you know so yeah and and and, and people ain't taking time out you know you can learn how to start a company. You learn how to go get a U.S. You can go Google how to get a U.S. D.O.T. number. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can, you know, you, you can Google what, e, I mean, you go to FMCSA, what EODs systems that I can use when I operate. They're going to you a whole list of them. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, all that, you know, you can go, what is the requirement? You can go Google, what is the requirement, right? Of uh, um, how to uh, get a, um, uh, what's that called? The alcohol custodian, you know, program. You can Google right. that stuff. The
0: drug consortium and, and all yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can Google mm-hmm, that, But you can't mm-hmm. Google what I give you.
2: Right. <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying? You, you just can't. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, it, right, right, right. You have to go to school for it.
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah, you got to go sit in the classroom. You got to learn this information. You can't gotcha. just go Google my stuff. You gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, and so that's where I come in. And it's like, honestly, the stuff that I provide is priceless. Because... You may get a $1,000 ticket by a DOT officer, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then on the back end, you got the auditors come in, and most of their tickets starting at 10, at 10 Gs. So guess what? You got a 1000 from me, and it, it's good that you got a 1000 from me because now when I'm out there, if I stop you, I'm teaching you. Right. Hey, man, there's this and that. Because a lot of people, they jump out there, they hear their friends say, hey, man, I'm making $30,000 a month in trucking. I had a, a guy one day, you know, he told me make a $30,000 a month in truck. And I said, stop lying. <laughs> and he said, bro, I ain't lying. I said, okay, give me your breakdown. Right. Tell me what I'm doing. Wrong.
2: <laughs> right, right, right.
1: I said, come on, man. I said, stop selling that." So that's where the name Truck Estate came in place.
2: Okay.
0: I, I was about yeah, to yeah. actually get, get into Truck Estate. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so yeah. talk about the concept of Truck Estate.
1: Yeah, trucking state came in concept was because I, I did a dab in real estate I, and then, you know, did a dab in trucking. So I started looking at trucking like real estate. The thing with real estate is this, real estate, you buy a property, right? And just say, for instance, you want to buy a property and you you, you want to rent it, you want to rent it out. If you go and you go buy a property for the cost of a used truck and trailer, just say, give or take, you go get you a decent truck for so I'm going to say 50000 and trade up for 20000 That's $70,000 that you're going to hold, right? Right. You're going to get a, 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 a property for $70,000. Everybody knows that's going to be in the hood. It's going to be in the hood. Mm. Which means that only thing you're going to probably secure monthly is give or take. I'm going to say $1,000. And that's me me really pushing it.
2: Okay. I'm
1: going to give you $1,000. You're going to secure monthly, okay. right? Own okay. That. Right. And then at the end of the year, that's 12, 12 Gs. And we just going to use all you know estimated numbers. Right. And then on top of that, right, you got you got property taxes you're gonna have to pay. You know, it's property taxes two G's. I'm I'm just gonna throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Now you're down to ten thousand. Then on then forbid, right? You know, what I'm saying a person don't be calling every other month saying something going wrong. So now I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna say you got three thousand, right, that you're gonna have to spend throughout the year on different maintenance issues. So now you're down to seven thousand. Right. On that one rent house, you know. And so when I'm looking at the truck, and I'm like, okay, you can go out, and you can spend seventy thousand on that truck, right? And on the minimum, if you're a lazy driver, you can bring in a gross of three thousand and still walk away with about fifteen hundred in your pocket. Mm. And that's you, man. That's that's you being lazy. You got a lazy driver. You're on that truck. Right. I mean, give or take, you know what I'm saying? Just say give or take. own on that truck, and you're not driving. You're owning a truck. And you got somebody driving for you. You should be able to walk away if you're smart with money at the fuel and you only made three G's in one week. And that's everybody, you know, that's slow. You know, right. I mean? that's, that's slow. Right. You made three G's in that one week at the fuel and all that. You may, you know, you walk away, you say fuel 600, you're down $2,400, right? You want to probably put another, if you got good sense, you want to put it, you want to put about another five, you know what I'm saying, to the side for maintenance and stuff like that in, uh, in the future. So right. now you're down to 1900 now you got to pay your driver. You want to you, you want to pay a good driver, you want to keep him around, you want to probably pay him $1,200 minimum. Okay. In one week, you look down, right? So that $1,900 then down there went down what? 700? $700. Right. So you walking away with $700. So now you look up, right? You walking away with $700 every week. That's $2,800. Right. Versus, you know, saying off oh, a $70,000 investment. Right. That truck. Right. Now you got this rent property, you only made $700 in one month. Right. <laughs> so that's what I was looking like. But the, the good thing about the property is this. Property gain equity in the long run. Mm, okay. So but truck, it depreciates in the long run. Mm. But you make your money on the front end.
0: The property, right. You
1: make your money on the, on the
0: back, back end. end. Right.
1: So right. it's one of them things is, do you want this money on the front end or do you want this money on the back end? Mm. So that's when I start looking at trucks and real estate. And I'm like, man, this stuff is really hand in hand. And I came up with truck estate. Mm. And, you know, it's like one of the things that I tell a person, you know, if, you, if you're if you an owner, you ain't driving a truck, right? Realistically, right? I think $2,500 a month profit, that's pretty good. You ain't did nothing. That's, that's pretty, very good. That's pretty good. That's very that's damn good. good. Yeah, owner, for sure. You ain't for sure. You know, yeah. off one truck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Off one truck. And, 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 and you still eating because you putting money in the bank and your savings for maintenance and stuff like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And, you, and, and then you got to drive and take care of him. And you ain't done nothing. So $2,500, I tell the person that, you know, they're coming to me and they brand new, oh man, you make a, no bro, listen. As an owner, you ain't driving. $2,500, just think of you only gonna make $2,500 a month. At the end of the year, you're gonna probably walk away with about 30 bins.
2: Mm.
1: Off one truck. Right. And that's good, That that, that is good money. Because you $70,000 in a hole, most investments, they take about, what, three to five years before you start seeing a return. Right, right. So you look up, boom. If you can do $25,000, right, for the next three years, a profit, shit, you good. Because now, your third year is all profit going forward. But you got to remember, too, right, that truck constantly getting old every time that wheels turn. Right, yeah, right. That, the the actual
0: turn. asset of the truck is depreciating. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 you are able to make that liquid cash every every week, every month, every year, annually. Yeah. And then hopefully mm-hmm. if you're in business, you're gonna grow. You know, you're gonna scale. Right, right. So now right. you have and contracts, yeah. you, it's a volume game. You add right, more right. trucks and than you, you
1: right, right. And and see, that's the good thing. And I mean it's just like we rent houses. You know, I got a homie, you know, he got 12 different rent houses. So at minimum, he's a thousand dollars a month. Hello.
0: Yeah, you just cut back. So you were yeah, saying you got a homie. Yeah. You can start from there. I'll edit out the rest.
1: Yeah. Okay. He, I got a homie that, you know, he got 12 different rent houses, $1,000 a month uh, per rent house. That's 12 Gs a month. Okay. You got you got 12 trucks. You're doing $2,500 a month. Do the math. Uh, matter of fact, I'll just say you got you got 10 trucks, $2,500 a month. What is that, about $25,000? 25,
0: That's $25,000,
1: yeah. $25,000. You know what I'm saying? You look up you know, you, you know, and then not to mention, right. You look up one truck, go down, you turn around, you still making money. Right. You know what I'm saying? You still making money. So in the truck industry, multiple trucks, having multiple trucks, that's where you really start sending the bulk of your money. Just like in the actual uh, real estate industry, multiple houses, that's where you start seeing your money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of the things that if you ain't driving, you trying to do this as a business on the side, right? Uh, don't go out there thinking you finna hit a home run. I'll tell you, you know, me, I like to play worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, you go walk away with 20,000 in okay. your pocket. And that's, I'm talking about, that's like, how you know, that's what the industry, being what it is right now, slow. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You right, walk away right, with right. 20 bands in your pocket and you ain't got nothing. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, shit, you got five trucks, you walk away with 20 bands in your pocket, that's 100,000. Mm. In one year, you would gonna it. Mm. So, you winning. You are winning. You know, some people, they don't shoot, stru- you know what I'm saying, they, they, uh, they don't shoot five strings of income. You know, shout out to Alex. I respect that dude. I respect that dude because that dude went from trucks to the portal. Now he ain't closed. I'm like, hey dude, <laughs> you know, my man says five strings of income. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and Alex like, is it, a good it, brother, man. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, Alex. It, good it, energy.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not even, it's five strings of income. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that man, Alex, make a move. I even seen him talking about real estate with his boys one day. I said, look at him. Hey, that's yeah. what I'm talking about, bro. It ain't really. It ain't really just, really just, him just, you know what I'm saying? touching just just doing trucks you know and it's one of the things but when people receive them because they know them, they know them from trucks they're not even really thinking about my man making money off this portal right he making money off clothes they're just thinking about you know trucks, trucks you yeah, know what yeah, I'm, saying? Yeah. I'm like i'm like you know i'm saying in my head like y'all gotta understand you know to get to get to, to where that brother is you 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 gotta have multiple streams of income for sure, so, for sure. I think it's multiple streams of income. You know, I don't, I mean, I got a nine to five, you know, and I mean, I'm there because I made really good, you know, I feel like I made really good money. And then I really enjoy what I do. Some people they go to work every day and they piss. I really enjoy what I do. Right. You know, so not only what I do as an inspector, but what I do as far as giving back to the community, you know, yesterday, you know, I was um, seeing a young kid, 19 years old, man, he's in front of a gas station sitting there looking homeless and he like, Hey man, can I get some, you know, some change to eat? I bring him in a gas station, man, get whatever you want. Mm. He's just loading up on, you know, (laughs) hot dogs and, you know, stuff like that. And I buy everything, you know, right. You know, and that's what that's rewarding, bro. You know, that's rewarding to me, man. But, uh, but yeah, that's where trucking state came from, man. It's about, you know, me, I try to be transparent. I try to be real you know, with folks, you know, folks think one truck gonna bring you two hundred thousand. It'll it bring you two hundred thousand, but you gotta understand you gotta have a two hundred thousand dollar, you know, saying hustle. Mm. You can't have a you can't say you can't have a two hundred thousand dollar mindset and you got a hundred thousand dollar hustle. No doubt. The grind. Your grind is on a, a scale of a hundred thousand. No doubt. your mindset is two. You're not gonna you know say my thing is you're not gonna touch numbers that you see people that may that be out here with one truck making because you know, if you want to go home every night to your wife, you want to sleep and you know, you want to go home and sleep every day, you, there's, you know, truck ain't for you. Right. It right. ain't for you You might well, you know, me personally, if you own an operator, you ain't spending a night in your truck. You might as well go work a company because mm. you making exactly what that company, what a company driver made. Mm. Point blank period. And mm. the, the bad part about it, at least at the company, you get benefits and have, you get, you're going to probably get a 401k and benefits. Right. with yourself you ain't getting no 401k you ain't getting no benefits
2: right 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 you know what i'm saying no health
1: benefits so i'm like as an owner operator you want to go home every day man you might want well to go work for a company they got companies out here that they pay you you know what i'm saying a hundred thousand hmm. dollars you know and give you 401k and benefits you know my thing is you know a lot of people they play with the word entrepreneur i mean entrepreneurs is hustlers no doubt they hustlers, man. I've been what, man? You've been trying to get together for what, almost what, two, what, two months? Or something
0: At like least two months,
1: for yeah, sure. Man, when I tell you, bro, my, my hey, my schedule is always on the go, on right. the go, on the go, and I'm like, man, I need to get out there, man. Talk, you know, talk to my guy on the podcast and and put out there, the, you know, the real of the industry because you know a lot, a lot of times, I, you know, I know a lot of people ain't gonna one hundred percent be real, totally about the industry because mm-hmm. it, it cut into their pockets.
2: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, dude, it cut into their pockets. But me, on the other hand, I, I ain't tripping. right? About, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is because I don't want you coming to me telling me that, oh, man, bro, I thought it was a beautiful... No, bro, I'm. this is what it is.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah,
1: this is what it is, man. I'm going to give you the worst case scenario because it's one of the things I'm going under... I'm a... Uh, I'm a what word do attorneys do? I'm a under deliver,
0: over uh, under over promise under deliver. Well, yeah, under yeah, promise right. over, deliver. over deliver. Under yeah, promise yeah. over deliver. Yeah, and yeah. And that's
1: yeah. what attorneys do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know,
1: attorneys come in, man, man they will hit you with, "Hey, man, right. you looking at? Hey, hey, man, you looking at ten years?" Right. Man, right. you know they're gonna show you that statue of whatever offense you committed, and show that, "Hey, man, you facing two to ten? You got prior, so they leaning towards 10. Right. Right. That's how they are gonna sell you. Right. So then you turn around. You plead a five, you feel like you win <laughs> it. Right. Like,
0: man, man you I got a great 10. attorney, man. This dude got me five years. He I had ten. <laughs> right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Well, he already knew you was gonna get five in a game. Like, he couldn't <laughs> right. sell you. He right. couldn't sell you five. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. If he said, you know, he could sell you five. Because right. He had, to, he had to use that concept.
0: A hundred percent hundred yeah. percent. I dig it. I, I, de- I definitely dig it. I agree with <laughs> you, man. Sometimes you got to do with that, man. Yeah. Psycho- psychology, bro, you know? Right. Um, so, um, you know, we had some talks, you know, before we got into the pod personally and all that. And I don't know if you're ready to kind of get into this and share this, but you said you were kind of working on some things. Um, uh, are you, I, I don't want to get too much into it if you're not ready to get into it, but as far no, as no, the, no, one, no, no. the one, the we'll one stop and all that, can you give us a little bit of insight into that?
1: Okay man I I actually met with a couple of brothers right and they all in trucking you know saying wives and stuff you know send me some of their wives is also accounting, they do taxes and stuff like that and we trying to do a one stop shop one stop shop is basically you come through we help you get your CDL and all that where if you have the desire to be your own operator I teach you everything about the laws and all that and then you know what I'm saying uh we teach you how to work the load board you know what I'm saying we teach you that basically uh everything that you you know you um that that you learn if you are trying to be a broker, you know, basically you gotta go, you gotta go out there, you gotta go hustle, you gotta call these these different shippers and all that, and you know, let them know that, hey man, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a new Well, actually, a shipper we're gonna really give you nothing. We only got one truck. You know, you go in combination. I know a black lady. Excuse me, I'm off subject. A black <laughs> lady um, and a few, you know, center of our homies. They all had two or three trucks apiece, and they all went in. The one entity, right, and making it look like they got 15 trucks. Mm. So then they went out to these shippers and they was able to sell that. I got 15 trucks, but you got this shipper sitting there almost like you know, cartels, like hey man, I, if you can move X amount of weight, you know, I'll give you this, this, and that, you <laughs> right? Know what I'm right and that's right, what they right, was right. doing, though. They like, right, hey, right, right. Hey, man, I need a minimum of 10 trucks to move this. Right, Since you got fifteen. That's even cool because if one go down, you got another one that can step in place. So right. I give you that contract. A person not right. going to give you a contract when you got one truck. Your truck going, I guess what they product don't get moved. There you so go. So that's why you stuck to the low board. Yo, and, talking, and, you know, and, and
0: and what you said right there is a major key, man. Collaboration, right. like people, it is people. You know, sleep on the the power of collaborating and working together. So right, I just wanted right. to stop you there because what you said was important. What what they did because they were able right. to secure a contract because they didn't have it individually, but they had strength in numbers.
1: Right, ahead, right. and I know countless, I know countless of truckers that's out here that have done that. man. I know a brother right now, man. He's actually, you know what I'm saying, a broker, but he went and he got with like, like, like eight or nine different truckers that own so many different trucks. Now it look like he owns 60 trucks as a broker.
2: Right, right.
1: So now he's able to go out to those particular shippers and say, hey, look, can I get that contract? I got 60 trucks right now standby. Right. Right. And they like 60. Right. Oh shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. You can get this. <laughs> yeah, 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 You can get this contract. But go no back doubt. though, right? <laughs> go yeah, back yeah. to the thing we was doing. So of course we teach you how to get the loads and all that. If you have a desire to you know say I want to be an own operator, we actually help you get your own truck and stuff like that. You may start off work like you may start off in a truck that you know we already own. And we can do our own and lease you know, program, whereas, you know saying, if you have a desire that you want to become owner own operator, we'll put you in there. You're responsible for everything as, like, own operator. And then gotcha. you pay, uh, you know, and, and then all we do is make a percentage off that truck. Okay, okay. Um, you know, you're responsible for everything. Okay. And, and, and so we make a percentage off that truck. Also, when it comes down to, like, uh, taxes and all that, we got people that teach you, you know what I'm saying, just doing your taxes correctly.
0: Right, no doubt. Yeah
1: all uh, oh, and then, we, and then uh, we like mentors. I mean, a group of us, we don't call 24 hours a day. You know, you can call us, ask us questions, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, about anything. You can ask us questions, uh, you know, you know, we can actually help you and show you how to get the loads. We show you how to work the load boards. We can show you, you know what I'm saying, the bill of lading and all that, because you got a lot of people, these oh, I got some people been driving trucks 10 years, told me they ain't never seen a bill of ladings because right. they didn't lease the on to somebody. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that person ain't showing the bill of lady. Mm. So, mm. I mean, I'm showing you that. I'm, I'm telling you what to ask for,
2: you know, while no right you're out
1: there, if you was the lease owner somebody or if you, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, I mean, we teaching everything from from the day you walk in and you just brand new and you know nothing about trucks. Right. We're going to teach you the benefit of having a drive-in versus a, a reefer. Or if you want to go uh, a dump trailer, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, work locally, you know what I'm saying? We're going to teach you, you know what I'm saying, um, how to go out there, how to work the load boards, how to negotiate loads, you know, how to look at the load board and read it and understand how much money you're making. Mm. Stuff like that. You know, you got some people out there, man, you look at, you know, they'll go out there and just say you're going 400 miles, right? And they're paying 700. And, I mean, you know, 400 miles, give it to I'm going to say... I'm going to say you going 250 miles, right? Uh, no, 300 miles for $800, right? They think they win right. Miles for eight winning Right. So realistically, you do the math. you know what I'm saying? You do two divided by three, 300. That's going to be the cost of your fuel on that trip. So I tell a person all the time, you, go, you, nego- you negotiate on the low, but you always want to add at least $200 more for what you're asking. And okay. then you want to add whatever your fuel cost is.
2: Okay. So if that okay.
1: load was going for 800 you want to automatically start it at 1000 And then you want to automatically incorporate if your fuel cost is half of, just say half of $400, $200, because you're going 400 miles. You know what I'm saying? You want to ask for a minimum of $200. So you look up now and you go from 800 to $1,200, you ask for that load. You know oh. what I'm saying? They, they're going to negotiate with you. You may walk away and get that load for $1,000. you cool. That's cool because now you really walk away with $800 because they cover that $200 fuel cost.
2: Right, right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, so we teaching all that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Versus you going in and you not understanding, You think you went, Oh man, I'm finna, I'm finna drive. You know what I'm saying? Five, uh, three, three, you know, three and a half hours. You know what I'm saying? And, and 250 miles, it made, you know, 800 bucks. You know what so saying? $700. <laughs> they think they winning. Right. No, you ain't winning because right. now you're going to have to pay $125 in fuel. Now that $800 is going to get chopped down to, you know, 700 and, you know, $675.
0: Right, right, no doubt. you walk,
1: and and then the maintenance, the wear and tear on your truck—that's no another two hundred bucks you need to pay to the truck. So now you are walking away with, you know, saying, what well, four hundred and seventy-five dollars that you made on that trip."
0: No doubt. And you got the brother who um teaches how to how to drive drive as well, right? The CDL brother. So he's he's in your network as well. And and, and I don't yeah. think we mentioned this, but you in in Dallas, right? DFW, Dallas forward.
1: Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We actually uh we uh, he, he set up over off of uh. Uh, I twenty in uh, Cocker Hill over there, close to Abbott, right off of uh, like West Borland. Okay, over in that area, you can actually see it off of I twenty. It's close to like uh, Oak Cliff, where uh, the rail burst out mall. You know, saying his name, truck guy. He's he's my good brother, man. He's doing his thing no over doubt. there, man. People getting CDLs like crazy through this dude. But the thing is, you know, he teaches you, you. Go down to the DMV, schedule driving date and you know what I'm saying, and then I'm talking about you and, and, and you pass it. You know, he bring me out there, man. I, I talk about DOT and also, you know what I'm saying, talk about, you know, the pre-tripping, teaching uh, uh parts of the truck and all that, because you gotta know that stuff when you go out there. For sure. Know, take, that, take that uh CDL test. So, you know, we just collaborating together. And one thing that, you know, we, we realized when you come together as a team, you know, to succeed a whole lot better, you know, you know five minds and, is it, it, more powerful than one line. That's right, everybody that's right. Can, everybody can eat YB standy. You know what I'm saying? YB Stangie, you know, it's one of the things that I prefer to have a team. If I'm, I'm over, for one, I want to be on vacation. I don't want to be married, you know, you're an entrepreneur, but you're married to your job. Right. No, I want to be able to say, Romel, man, bro, check this out. You know, hey, man, my family finna go out of the country. Shit, you got to hold down a fork, bro. No doubt. I want to I wanna make sure I'm still getting that deposit. Right. So I'm, always, I'm always big on team, And I seen going out there being selfish, and, I, and rest in peace to my pops. I'm not trying to call them selfish, but I seen, you know, my pops own businesses that he didn't teach nobody how to run. Okay. So when it came down to him when he passed away, it was like the business had to get closed down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He didn't teach my OG nothing. He didn't mm. have no business partner. So mm. here go businesses that you didn't when you, you know, you making, you know, two, 300 bands a year profit that right. now gone to gone waste because you didn't teach nobody nothing because you was too busy, you know what I'm saying, withholding information. You're too busy to worrying about it. Another man gonna step on your toes. Then, not to mention, he's married to his businesses. Right. It's very seldom he, you know, he wanna take a trip out of town. You look up, he literally 16, 17 hour days yeah. hanging at the car lots. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. just, you know, grinding. And who wanna You know, my thing is, you don't want to go from working forty hours a week now working eighty hours a week working that's, for
0: yourself. That's a fact. That's yeah, a fact. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think that's one thing. Um, you know, we suffer from sometimes that scarcity mindset, man. Like it's not enough for everybody, man. But there's an abundance of 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 money out there. There's abundance of opportunity out there. But like you said, if if we 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 collaborate, put those minds together, you know, you never know what we could do, man. You know, by working man, yeah. together.
1: Man, we can take, man, I'm telling you, man, we can take over the industry. I know every I know you probably, I know you, I know you've seen that little YouTube clip of those African brothers. Yeah. They got together. The Kenyan boys. Yeah, brothers. the Kenyan boys. Yeah, yeah the Kenyan yeah. boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look what the Kenyan boys do. Yeah. But we as black Americans, we don't do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You look, I got a lot of Asian homies that I done business with, and I see how they do business. They roll with each other. You know what I'm saying? they. They. It's like, it's easier for, you know what I'm saying, a, a brother you know what I'm saying, from the hood to come up with a 100,000 between three to four people versus by themselves. For sure. It's way easier. For you sure. Know? It, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It is. It's just easier. So, you know, it's easy to go in business. You know, if if I know that I'm about to, like, like, like for instance, with the real estate, I'm just like an investor. I start learning about it through my partner that's know about it. You know, he built houses from the ground up in the Atlanta area. Right. The Georgia area. Right. You know, he, rehab, he rehab houses and stuff like that. And I mean, he, he done, done a lot of work for celebrities and stuff. You know, his name, is Andre Payne. Shout out to my boy. He's doing his thing out there in Atlanta, you know. Okay. And, um, and you know, Andre, he'll come to me and he'll say, hey, man, closing costs on his house, 20 bands. You want in on investment? Yeah. Okay. I want in. Cool. Boom. Right. So you look up, I get 60% on my return. Right. right. When that property, you know what I'm saying, that property sale, I get 60% yeah. on my return. Yeah. You know, you look, you know, you look up, you know, that's roughly about thirteen five, five of 20 Gs. Mm.
2: So
1: even if it took that property a year to sell, right, I'm actually getting down to eleven to twelve hundred dollars a month on twenty thousand dollars. Right. I ain't making that with the money just sitting in the bank. Right, right, right. Right. And that's how I look at investments. No I doubt. take that. That money was on shit that sitting in the shoebox on the side of a, a savings account anyway, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Your investment, bro.
2: No
0: I doubt. No doubt, about five
1: or six of these deals a year. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt, no <Nah, laughs> yeah. man. That, that, that,
0: that, that's what it's about for sure, for
1: sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. L- listen, bro. You you've given um the truck and hustle community like crazy value today. Like this is one of those this is one of those shows they're going to rewind and rewind and take notes because I mean all the things that you mentioned, especially starting with the the DOT inspection, and so forth and so on, and then getting into the truck estate concept. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. So right, I appreciate you, brother, for coming on and, 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 and giving all this knowledge and, 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 and spreading spreading some of that some of that uh, some of that wealth of knowledge that you have. Um, before you go, man, you know, I, I just want you to kind of give your final words um, like I always do, you know, whether some inspiration or some some just a good jewel or whatever you want to tell the community. And then I want you to just, you know, kind of let everybody know where they can connect with you and where they can reach you. And then we'll close out.
1: All right. Um I'm on I'm on Instagram at Truck Estate, you know, T-R-U-C-K-E-S-T-A-T-E, Truck Estate on, on I G. Uh, you know, I specialize in making sure that you stay in compliance with you know with DOT, you know, and the auditors and stuff like that. Uh I help you keep the bag. People help you secure the bag. I'm gonna help you keep the bag. I'm gonna help you, you know what I'm saying to keep making money because if that CVSA score is low, you ain't getting no contract. You'd be like, my boy, he just missed out, you know what I'm saying, for well, 40 bands in six weeks. I know he's sick right now, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Especially when, you know, he got me as a partner and he ain't even listened to stuff I used to tell him, mm. you know. and But uh, uh, also, man, you know, if you're out there, man, if, you, if you're an entrepreneur, man, and you just understand, man, that the, the guys that you see out here that probably be talking about it and showing you firsthand man these guys don't sleep don't sleep man you know I, I tell you my schedule i work you know i i done and did 40 hours in three days in three days you know i went to bed at midnight i woke up at four i've been up since 4 a.m went to the, mm. went to the gym who left there went went to work made a few dollars and ran some errands and then i jumped on the podcast now i'm gonna get on the road and drive two hours to my in-laws
2: you know what <laughs> what I'm saying? So, yeah so
1: it's like life don't stop you know you know in the morning you know in the morning, like you know, uh, I'm gonna come back early in the morning. and I'm gonna go make some more money for you know, for a few hours. But you know, as an entrepreneur, man, you gotta. In my in my mind, I don't, I don't even like when people use that word and they ain't making at least six figures a year.
2: Mm.
1: You know, anybody can become an entrepreneur. All you got to do is just go out and create an LLC or a corporation. Right. I'm not even an entrepreneur. I say I'm a hustler until I can consistently, man, bring in, you know. Two hundred. My goal is two hundred thousand a year, in my sleep, without me working. Then I consider myself an entrepreneur. I'm not gonna use that word if I'm making, you know, saying ten thousand dollars a year, twenty thousand dollars. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm a hustler. I, st- I, I I mean, I strive for five streams of income. Point blank. Period. Yeah. That's it, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, again, holla at me. I help you keep your bag. You know, saying uh, if I don't know something, I'm gonna direct you to the right person. You know what I'm saying? I got a good old thing going with helping you with your taxes, uh, helping you uh, get those CDL, uh, mentoring and coaching you. I mean, I got all that, you know what I'm saying? Show you how to work the board, the whole nine yards. If you're out there and you're brand new, you know, uh, my thing is you can start it. But my thing is how you keep it. You know, when you get caught up the DOT, don't let that be your first time because you ain't reach out and <laughs> holler at me. I'm just telling you, it's not going to be pretty for you. You know, you're going to learn. It's better to come through me. Without you paying a thousand dollars off learning, that's a fact. You that's know, what saying? Fact. and then messing up your CVSA score. You, you know, you three months in the game as a new company. Now you can turn around. You can got put. You got an out of service on your on your CVSA score, and you got a thousand dollars in tickets. Now you go and you try to book that next load. They're gonna look at that. They're gonna blame like, me. I'm not messing with you. Mm. And now you sitting back. Now your ability to get loads, I very. It, it went down. It slammed because right. you knew you messed right. up. That, you messed up. Messed up that CVSA score. Listen. The information I got will help you keep that score good and own that score, the information I got. The information I got on that score. It, it, it owns you. Keep that bag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no
0: doubt. No doubt. Right. Eric Ball, my brother, man, thank you so much for joining me today, man. We we really appreciate it, my brother. And I'm going to definitely make sure we stay connected and we keep on building. I told you I'm shooting out to Dallas soon, so yeah, I definitely man, you know, I definitely got to get man. with you. Yo, I, I got a lot of love in Dallas, bro. A, a, a yeah. lot of folks I know in Dallas, so I definitely got to get out there and connect with y'all, man, for real, for real. Shout out know, to Kiera, shout out to um uh, Keegan Brewster. Um, you know what I'm saying? Dallas is Dallas is a spot for for sure. Hey, look, so, look,
1: this hey this is how sweet it is. I ain't even talked to uh a truck guru, guru yet. You know, we yeah. supposed to touch the bases or whatnot. We didn't we didn't text or whatnot, but look, this is what we're gonna do for you. You get your plane ticket, right? Yeah, yeah. Hotel gonna be on manhunt. <laughs> all right hey hey, hey look hey, i ain't even yeah I, i'm counting your money over there <laughs> Just
0: stuff to you know what yo that i was money, gonna bro. say she she rich <laughs> so that ain't nothing you know what i'm saying trucking hey, guru hey. got it like that
1: hey listen he, hey hey either she paid for your food or i will pay the hotel we gonna make sure we take care of you bro because we like what you do with this podcast man
0: no doubt man no doubt <laughs> i appreciate y'all man love is love man listen be safe out there bro and i and i'll talk to you soon man thank you so much for joining me man Thank you. All right, my brother. I'll talk to you. Later. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love. Truck and hustle.